Oh, hey. uh, you don't want the fucking colons though. <laughs> Just a big old, a big old buxom list. Big old pair of lists. Big old natural drawn pair of lists. Ooh, natural drawn. Mm. What does that mean? Well, not like drawn on the computer or nah altered in any way. <laughs> no twink. Just straight out of the typewriter. <laughs> Just a couple of big old lists. With a couple of bullet points on the end of them. Get off. Episode 61 oh. of Off Topic. Oh, God. What a rude entrance. Here comes the money. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. Here comes the money. Here comes the funny. Hey guys, I'm Jared, and I am your host of Off Topic. And here's Andy to my right. Hello. Um, I'm feeling pretty down and out. Why, you may ask? Because not only did Jesus die and raise or whatever happened, <laughs> I consumed a boatload of chocolate. Oh, yeah. And I guess we'll talk about that for a while. Fucking a. How was your Easter? Uh, it was pretty damn good, to be to be honest with you. Uh, started with like a, the early Thursday knock. I think we talked about this in our draft a couple of weeks ago. Love me an early Thursday knock, especially when you've got Friday off. Uh, as you do up the bandana. Those that can't see right now, Jared's putting on a skull bandana. Uh, early Thursday knock. Uh, nice quiet one in actually on the Thursday, which was good. And then uh, my older brother and his wife, Caitlin, came up from Christchurch uh, and stayed at my flat, which was a weird sort of situation. Not the fact that they were like over at my flat. It was just every time we have Easter, I'm the one usually going away, whether it's to Christchurch or up north or wherever. So That is like, weird. Like, my family stayed at my flat for Easter. Did you feel like usually when you go away, you're a bit like, I'm here, flick your shoes off. They hit the door. You don't give a rats. Yeah. And then, but now you're like, hey, hey, shoes off in my house, please. <laughs> Not so much like that, but I think like I, I got in a bit of a grouch in a couple of, on a couple of days. Nice. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. That doesn't shock me no. in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like, I don't know. It was like my personal There's too much energy in a room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just needed some dull moments to happen. Um, <laughs> sounds so sad. Yeah. But end of the day, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this long weekend, four days off, fuck yeah. And uh, it just got a little bit overwhelming that it was like in my personal space. Yeah, you can't go away from it. No, that's it's right. like when you first move out of home. On um, well, for me anyway, like we always have big Christmases at mum's, or like not not real. Actually, we've never really had like massive Easter's, but when you live at home, you're a bit like, geez, I really wish I could kind of vamoose out of this. Yeah. And then once I moved out of home, I was like, hell yeah. So when it's back to being you at you, I can understand when it's like at your house for the day. Yeah. That'd be a bit like, mm, nah, buzz off. Yeah. Also, sorry if I'm a bit blasé. Like Andy said, I just put a balaclava. No, not a balaclava. What's it called? Bandana on. Has skulls on it. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool now. 
Yeah, so I can take it or leave it. It looks hilarious, by the way. You've got like this peacock thing happening. Yeah, I can't quite tuck it because my head's too big. Um, but anyway, that aside, like I had a I had a great time um, loving my brother and his wife up. Um, and we got up to a few activities uh, on the Friday night, which had a few beers. Old Goosey came down. We watched the league. It was good. Nice. Um, uh, Uncle Graham, shout him out. He came down for dinner and that. And then... Uh, Saturday, yeah, you grain. <laughs> uh, Saturday was a um, Riverhead Tavern lunch, boozy, delicious, boozy lunch. Yeah, delicious. It was a great pick. Uh, Gareth picked it out. Um, he had actually never been to the Riverhead Tavern. What since the whatever, ever, which Damn. is crazy. Yeah, you go eat I, some ribs. Nah, I just I just went for the burger. Nice. Um, it's like a bit of a, you know just a standard. Not thing. a ribs, ribs with the house steak, cut fries, and no. house aioli. No, no, I was drinking beer. Like, I didn't want yeah. to, like, you know, you'd have to, like, lick all 10 fingers just to pick up the glass. Yeah. Wait, what? With both hands? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to suck the knuckle, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> big lists and sucking knuckles. <laughs> big, big lists. Here are big lists. Um, yeah, so it was good. Like, he'd never been. He'd, he'd moved out of Auckland before he was, or when he was about 18. So he never actually got to experience the tavern so that was cool for him um big mistake though we committed uh, is it, you commit blasphemy or just is it just no you commit genericide but blasphemy <laughs> is um callback yeah uh, throwback court case uh, <laughs> uh, uh what was your one blasphemy blasphemy is i don't know if you can commit it i think you can commit crime oh, it just is bless blasphemy you Any- can you can be blasphemous uh well, we were that. Fuck. Yeah, well. Um, so we we ordered jugs and we're getting... <laughs> don't. <laughs> it's the bandana. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're either six or 60. <laughs> uh, so we ordered a, a pair of jugs and uh, <laughs> I was, we were drinking and eating and then... We ordered another jug. I didn't realize this, and uh, but I completely forgot, and I just kept smashing the food because I was getting a little bit tipsy. I hadn't eaten anything other than like alcohol. Yeah, and uh, I was like, I was nearly passed out. You know, like when you're eating a whole lot of food and you like the food coma, you're gonna pass out. Yeah. So I was there, like pretty much like the six-year-old at like out for lunch like falling asleep at the table oh really and then the second jug came out and i went oh wait what yeah wait hang on a second completely forgot about it and the meat sweats yeah i was i was hate that but love it yeah always self-inflicted so you can't complain that's right uh and we had to leave the pub with half of jug still in the jug what what, just because everyone was up to their britches yeah we couldn't finish it and that that is like a, a not a thing in the Miller family. That's how I know you didn't buy that jug. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you fucking know? <laughs> uh, you know, you hang around you a couple of years, Millhouse, you pick up on a trick or two. Yeah, I like to get my money's worth. <laughs> yeah. Money, 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 money. <laughs> cling, cling, cut the crap. Uh, yeah, so that we we were blasphemous. We left jugs on the table, fries on the table. I couldn't believe it. It's not like a normal Miller outing where everything goes. 
Yeah. Moving on. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, Saturday night, it was the same thing. Oh, we all got home and crashed out Saturday night. More beers, more league. We watched a lot of footy. Uh, yeah. And then Fuck on yeah. Sunday, we went down to the mark for, uh, the farmer's markets. And hobby? And hobby. And then to Little Creatures for another boozy lunch. Nice. Yeah. It's so back oh, to back. Oh, God. That's the life I want to live is like farmer's markets and then sampling some beers. Did you have craft yeah. beers there? Uh, no, I actually drove cause I was still felt shit. Like I'd been drinking for three days straight already. Yeah. And, uh, so I drove, but I had the one Stein lager. They have them bottled there. Nice. Wore my Steiny shirt. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just to shock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to wear it to a, uh, craft tavern. Yeah. Let them know, you know, who the real beer is. Recognize who came before you and whatnot. Yeah. I know there's some craft nerd in the comments being like, Stein like a craft beer, yeah. the way it's brewed. Well, technically, uh... <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> How was your weekend? My weekend, man. Your weekend, so Thursday man? night, finished work, uh, did the edit for last week's episode, got nice. that wrapped up. Yeah, you did that pretty quick, smart. Mm, got that all... Finished up, got everything. So finally, and I don't know if anyone gives a shit about this, but Instagram and TikTok and that have finally added a feature. And I don't know if it's for everybody, but we have the creator thing. So maybe, which anyone can have, it's not a flex. My bad. Got Whoa. A, I don't know how that happened. Um, <laughs> Update your software, Jared. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they can allow you to like schedule your posts now without having to have like another app that does it for you. Yeah, well, that's so. So you can actually just be like, You'll notice that sometimes our stuff comes out at like six o'clock in the morning on Friday. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. That's, that's scheduled. I'm awake when it happens, but I'm not waking up and doing it. Dude, I've just learned this about scheduled emails as well. Oh, yeah? That's a huge like insight, right? You could like, if you need a reply to an email, you can just like tee it up for like 6 p.m. and they'll be like, damn, Andy was working late. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I like having the. It's not like a voicemail, but it's like the email equivalent of a voicemail. So like when I go like put leave on, then they get the bounce back. Yeah, I like setting that up because you're just like it's when you do that. It's when you change your phone message and everything, and you're like, no one is getting hold of me. (laughs) No one. But yeah, got all that set up on Thursday night. uh, Packed my bag, and then on Friday morning, I woke up at about five o'clock. And hustled my little tootsie little ass up north. Um, myself and the lady. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Chuck's, Chuck's got a Waff and Ridge for like the first time in my... Fuck Dude, yeah. me and Waffs just don't <laughs> get each other. I don't know why we have to have them and they don't want to meet me. So <laughs> I, I was saying to the lady, like, I've had not a Waff so much longer than I've ever had a Waff. Damn, I, I don't think I, I'm not a complete. Of course, I am. I'm the, I'm the complete opposite. I've I've never not had a waff. Damn, in my entire life, the only thing that I've ever like gone over is probably diesel cars. Yeah, but they're stupid as well. Have you ever? Oh, I was going to say you ever broke down. I've been in the car when you broke down. Which one? But, oh, the beam at the top of Albany Hill. Yeah, we just rolled into the intersection. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that like, was odd. One of the worst intersections in the whole of Auckland. That was the only time I've broken down as well. Fuck. Yeah. Have you ever oh, ran out of no, gas? No, I lie. I've like, ran out of. I've popped a tire two times on the way back from up north. Damn. Got a flat tire, but 
like a, a changing a flat tires. Actually, I lie. Both of them went horrendously. So <laughs> <laughs> rudimental. Yeah, the first one. Tell us. The first one we were in the middle of like bumfuck nowhere out the back of like Calcott Flats, and oh, no, no got service. A flat, got a flat tire. It was like me and two other people in the car, and we sent one of them up to a house to ask them if they had like I didn't have anything to like crack the nut off the tire. Oh, yeah. And like a tire iron and they brought one down and just got, we, like, we got it done. Thank God. That one was actually a lot easier. The other one was because I had those like specialized uh, nut things. You know, when you get like a set of mags or something and then you replace one of the studs with a special one so people can't just um, like jack you up and steal your rims. Right. I don't know, but that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, so I had one of those, and then that had, like, worn out. So I was like, fuck, someone's going to need to bring, like, a drill or something to get this off. It had, like, bored out. And then also I had um, illegal spaces on my tires, so my tires sat out like a motherfucker. <laughs> and <laughs> God, we have to sample that. <laughs> I'm overtired, and the bandana's talking. Um Big old pair of lists. <laughs> <laughs> and Carl came down. He drove about 50 minutes to me. And I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck's happening with this tire. And he was like, did you take a spacer off? And I was like, yeah, he's like, did you put it back on? And I was like, mm, no, that's that. I think that's it over there. And I just forgot to put it on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It made me feel like a real stupid virgin. Nothing wrong with virgins, but like. <laughs> You know, when you, you know, like like being around cars or something. Like it happened to me today. Where I went to pick up my <laughs> me and Carl went to pick up my brother's car, and we went to um, Michael's shop up and by Malku. Yeah, and shout him out. Everyone was just sitting around an open hood talking shop. Ah, oh, and cool. then yeah, <laughs> and then I know, in my head I was like, "Sheesh, I haven't talked for like four minutes." Puts bandana on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it's it's, a, it's the one thing that I I feel like I'm absolutely clueless at. Yeah, you want to talk think, show tunes? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, two things. Um, no, I I feel like I can hold my own in most sort of tradey sort of conversations. Yeah, until it gets to like cars. That was what um the lady was saying to me the other day. She was like, "We're talking about like if my stag do got planned tomorrow, what would I want to do?" And I was like. I really can't be asked with paintballing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fun, but like, I don't really. Like, I don't yeah. enjoy shooting people more than I enjoy getting hit. Like, more than I despise getting hit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, the fun doesn't outweigh the negatives. No, I, I don't get. I don't get the kick off like shooting other people with paint the paintball. Yeah, and then I don't really I play like golf. Like, I do it. And then she was like, "Man, you, you like, you do come. Like, you are kind of the guy that would just want to like." sit in a garage and have DMCs or something. And I was like, hell yeah, with all the boys? And she's yeah. like, all the boys. And I was like, no fooling. And <laughs> Say it ain't so. Well, if you were going to, if you okay, yeah, imagine if your stag do was tomorrow, what would you hope that was included? Ooh. We've, um, we've talked about this before, though. You know what? We? Well, like, you know what I would, like, want. I, I would want some sort of, and this is going to probably, at, like, out me in a way. But I'd like I'd like to have uh, like a as long as there was like a spa day sort of thing included, I I would happily do all of the uh, 
What is it? What are they? You know, like the lists and the the tasks and shit. I don't oh, mind. I'll, do- lean, I'll lean in. I yeah, yeah, I don't mind doing all of that as long as it starts off or it's like you know, like like massage, sort of. You what? know what I mean? Like do all of that sort of stuff. Why well, I, I say spa day? I've never fucking been on a, in a spa day. Yeah, I just want a fucking massage. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, Start off slow, do that sort of thing, and then get into the fucking wild night. Some people, when they have like destination weddings. Um, where you travel somewhere for the wedding, if everyone goes out and stays at like a location, the next day everyone will meet up and do some like relaxing or have a couple of drinks, and everything, and talk about the night before, like the night, yeah, that had just happened. Doing like a debrief, although I don't think that's that popular, and I assume that I'm gonna like whisk away into the <laughs> tropics straight after my wedding or something like that. But I plan on like a world tour, um, <laughs> but. Going for like a massage the day after your wedding or the day after a stag or something and like making it like a day and a half long thing and like do the big things the day before and then finish with that the next day and then part ways like still bathing in oil. Yeah, I see. I don't know if I could do it after because if the, if the night gets super fucking messy, the last thing I want to be doing is trying to relax with you cunts still around me. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Like, fuck. We've just had like a massive piss up like on all sorts of shit yeah it's get, so getting crazy and it's like you, i just kind of need to break off it. like imagine jordan after his stag dude and how much you fucking see us for a long all. time yeah maybe not like yourself but like at least me bevan and joe hmm. was probably like what the fuck did these guys plan for me yeah true you know and, and i mean i get it things escalated and get out got out of control more than we could rein it in yeah but, but that's less- what happens <laughs> when 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 passion meets energy it's an unstoppable force and sometimes you just got to bite these, down on the mouth guard and ride that wave. I've just mixed a whole lot of things. These chairs are great, but they are not ergonomical for getting up. No, no. Once, once you're, you're, in, in, you're in, you're in. That's why I've had this seat forever. <laughs> yeah. I have actually. I've um, had the seat a long time. So yeah, I, I'd say like um, I, I'd want to do the relaxation thing first and then go into the like the to the night. There's one thing I hate about a massage though is when you go to a ma- like come out from a massage you come out still like within the oils um you're slick and you can feel it like on your feet when you move your toes and like you're greasy everywhere yeah and then you have to go do something that like engages muscles and you feel like you're undoing everything that was just done you're like no right. like I need to let this like sit for a day or two right but at the same time, if it's a stag doing, you're about to go have heaps of fun and just get like absolutely cross-eyed and blind, then who cares? Like it'll be funny the way. I yeah. I don't maybe like casino in there at some point. Some yeah. some sort of gambling. Oh yeah, gambling. Like yeah, cigars, <laughs> yeah. suits. Yeah, like a freaking or like this is not possible. But if we could somehow pull off a heist. <laughs> <laughs> Like get a crew in and then like Jason Statham's like, we had to bring in Roger for one last final one. We brought in our car man, Tommy. And then <laughs> You son of a bitch. I'm in. And we somehow like we somehow raided the Vablagio Hotel for millions. <laughs> the Vablagio. <laughs> but you get what I mean? Like, how sick would that be? If it's like an escape room, <gasps> business idea, it's like an escape room. But they set it up for you and your friends to go and you assemble a crew and you have to pull off a heist, which is all like a staffed area. Sick. That would be so sick. Oh, like set up like heists, heist rooms instead of escape rooms. 
Yeah, or it's like a dedicated building and it's like guarded <laughs> with alarms and lasers and that. And you have to like get chalk dusters and go like that. And then like oh, we send in like Ryan to like cartwheel through the lasers <laughs> or something. And we get to play our own music like <laughs> when you go through the lasers. Yeah. Everyone just like turns a blind eye to it while you pull it off. Yeah. Just get lowered down and steal a crystal skull or something. Fuck yeah. I rate that. <laughs> I rate that. That's sick. Fuck the stag, dude. Let's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. let's let's pull off a. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, TM. What do you? Yeah. What's the? How do you copyright shit? Don't, don't steal our shit. Yeah, don't. Um, and then on Saturday, <laughs> I, Saturday was a good day. And I went out for a fish. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Any day any, on the water, any boys. Day on the water. So, Saturday for us up north was actually one of the only sunny days. We actually got pretty crook weather. But got the lady out on the boat. The um, She became a lady of the sea. Um, first time fishing with her. And said, wait, what's your thoughts? How is it? And then she was like, it was sweet. We just caught fish the whole time. I assume this is what it's like every time. Oh, God. And I, <laughs> Young child. Yeah. I mean, she was saying it sarcastically, but I was like, man, like, no, nah, when it sucks, it like sucks. Yeah. Because I'm not someone that loves fishing. I like catching fish for a few hours and then I like going home. Yeah. I, I'm not someone that likes the extended like fishing trip. Like, a, like a, you know. If I was chasing fish and then they weren't willing to be caught, yeah. See you later. Well, you're just motoring around the ocean, which yeah. you know some might love, but but like not I, for I, me and my bandana, we <laughs> we say any day on the water, any day on the water where you're catching fish and it's nice weather. No, I I still agree with the whole any day on the water, but it's it's the it's the anticipation leading up to it that's also fun. You yeah. know, like you get, everything's ready, you're getting everything ready, you get up early, you're on the way out. It's not until like the first hour and like nothing's happening, and you're like. Fuck! Here it comes. Yeah, yeah that song's already played. Yeah, <laughs> that's when I go. Okay, now nice, see ya. But no, I caught the biggest fish of the weekend. Nice. Not not the biggest fish ever, but you know, <laughs> decent. Records um, were broken. Yeah. Um. Then went back. <laughs> there um, is now an East Island. <laughs> but I lost my sunglasses, which oh. was a pain in the ass. There's a and, nice shark swimming around with some good sunnies on. I know. And they were like kind of, they were kind of like expensive, which pissed me off. Mm. And like, you're not one to spend a lot of money on sunnies, eh? I am now. Yeah. Fuck it, yes. I, I've, I've kind of started to dabble a bit. I think the last pair, oh, second to last pair I bought were like 80 bucks. And that was for me was like pushing the boundaries. Yeah. You know, and I was like, shit. And those are the ones now that I wear for work, the Duke ones. Mm. And I've had them for like three or four years now. And over Christmas, just gone about four months ago, I just spent $200 on a pair. Nice. Uh, I've worn them like three times. Yeah. But I've got a work pair and good pair, you know, and it's... It is nice having a good pair of sunnies. Like, is, they're not really, scratched up. They're, no. And and not just that, though, like... They make you look like you're going on a heist or something. <laughs> <laughs> you got that in your head now, eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jared with the sunglasses. But it, it's not just that. Like, a, I think... Because I've paid money for them, like good money, well, what I consider good money, mm. uh, you actually look after them and you appreciate it. Like, yeah, I used to just buy, or I'd get like the free ones when you buy like two big blue V's and be like, yeah, where you wear like the freaking like 3D glasses from the movies. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, these are doing the same thing, right? The classic LMP ones, <laughs> everyone on site wore. Yeah, 
Do you remember those the blue V ones? And yeah. They were blue, and then yeah, like you take had, them like, off. The orange tinned, and that they, they were blue, and you take them off, and then like your eyesight will be all fucked up. Yeah, my eyesight's kind of fucked up anyway. Nah, not like not like vision, but like oh. the color of the whole world. Like because they were blue tints, and the ah oh, right, like, you take them off, and yeah, I get what like you mean. Red. It was yeah, like yeah. fuck, it was buzzy ears, cones and rods. Yeah, what? <laughs> cones and rods. Um, but yeah, I lost a pair of uh. That's what. That's how your eyes perceive things is through cones and rods. Ah. Um, I lost a pair of David Beckham's over the uh, wharf. Yeah, couple of pair of Davids. Um, <laughs> couple of pair of lists. <laughs> yeah. But no, we were pulling up the anchor, and as we were pulling up the anchor, like chasing up the burly bag that was uh, tied to the anchor was just fucking kingies and huge snapper in that. We were all like rushed to go have a look at it. And in that, between that and that, and I don't, like, I would have seen them if I was looking down, like, fall into the water. Like, I feel like I would have seen that. But somehow they just weren't on the boat. I don't remember them falling off my head. But as it progressed and I couldn't find them once we got back and everything, I was like, oh, they've fallen. They've fallen somewhere. Damn. And, yeah, had to cop that L plus ratio. Oh, Oh, shit. Nah, didn't. But (laughs) um, we went back and... It was nice. Like I hung out with the nieces a lot over the weekend, seeing the fam and the lady who has like a, like, you know, her, she's got like a slight accent. Yeah. And she was reading to my niece Neve so much over the weekend that when Neve was reading the books back to us, she's not, she's not reading them, but she has been read them so much. She's like memorized the books. Right. But she would say it how the lady would say it and read them back with an accent. And she just kind of like developed it over the weekend. It was real strange. Oh, sick. Yeah. And then little Layla was just like, you know, she's two and just, I don't know, like in that real cute phase of baby stuff where you're like, she, she just goos and gars and sounds like Donnie. But then <laughs> out of the blue, she'll just crack like a perfectly molded sentence. And then you're like, say that again. And she just can't. And your, her attention's gone. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, yeah, Sunday. Watch the wires in the background. Oh, I had the wires on in the background. We did a talent show because it was Kinsley's birthday, and she said, "I want every, I want us to do a talent show while we we're up there." And right, we were like, "Okay." It started with Kinsley and Ethan, my brother and his partner, and they started by Ethan was like, "Can I please have a volunteer from the crowd?" Took my mum up. And then he had a sketch pad and he was like sketching her face on a pad and he's like, is this you? And turned it around and he just had a phone on the pad with a photo of mum's face like real zoomed in. Nice. Yeah, it was classic. And then Kinsley um, scoffed some fruit and then put a rubbish in a bin or something. There was something about it, but it, it weaved in somehow. At least you tell when you zoned out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> At least her and Carl swapped clothes and did imitations of each other, which was nice. I feel like that was like a thing for them to just like cathartically get something off their chest. Like Alicia, he said, stop bugging me. And she was like, I drink too much. And then like, <laughs> mum and dad. <laughs> that's dangerous as yeah, well. That's-, that's what I mean. Like they saw the platform and they were like, we won't go at each other's throats, but we will for laughs. Yeah. And then mum and dad uh, came out in hoodies with joints rolled up and wrapped Colt 45, but dad was on the harmonica and mum, who swore she knew all the words, just froze. Oh, and no. then for us, I was unconscious on the ground and the lady uh, did a step-by-step tutorial about how to do CPR. 
Sex, so you just play dead. Yeah. Sick talent, bro. Yeah. And then I showed what to do if someone's choking, which oh, is right. just hit their back. Oh, so you did it together. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> that's, fuck, we, that's we, cool. we didn't that, win. Who won? Um, Wait, uh, it was who voted? It was a tie. We did like a survivor style vote. Right. Where um, I think Ethan and Kinsley and mum and dad tied for most votes. Nice. Or Alicia and Carl. <laughs> anyway, we came last. Yeah. That's a pretty cool thing to do with the family, though. Yeah, I, I think it was a pretty good idea. Nice. I mean, take that on board if you want. The whole, like, uh, changing clothes and, like, doing each other, like, doing each other's impressions and stuff, that, like, jogged a idea for, like, Bevy's next big party. Are we all, are we all in agreement for that? What's that? That we're all going to go dressed as different... Bevins? Yeah, different Bevins. Yeah, that's like, hilarious. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, man. I think that's such a cool party idea. Like, if you've got a mate that's got so many or, or had so many different personalities, actually, not that his personality changes. No, but he just just, go, he's just gone through phases. Different eras. And you they're know, so like, easy to outline. Yeah. Like, you can tell when one chapter ended and another started. Yeah. That's, and that's exactly what I mean. Like, if you have a party, and if they're all good with it, obviously, you don't want to make fun of them if, if it's at their expense, but. I know someone like Bevy will be into that, and I think it'll be hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, anyway, came home, on the way home, swung in to eat some KFC, had some delicious KFC. I won't play the review on this, but you can find it on Instagram. But yeah, all in all, I'll summarize it. I had a fantastic little KFC stop in Whangarei, I believe, West on State Highway 1 next to the McDonald's. It was fresh because, especially if you're driving home, there's not much worse than getting in the car and trying to eat, even trying to eat KFC while you're driving is a bit of a cunt. Yeah. And getting bad KFC is real bad. Yeah. And I formed a little list here for you, Andy. Oh, gosh. Oh, and it's boy. lists of things that I think are on par with getting shitty KFC. All right. When you go to use the sauce or mustard and you get that weird pre-cum stuff all over your food. Ah, uh, yeah. Like the, <laughs> the clear. Like yeah, it has the clear stuff. Yeah, that's fucking. Yep. Yeah. Equally just as bad, the crusted bit at the top when you, oh, like when if you have cleaned off. it off and yep. you squeeze and that gets in your food as well. It's like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which gross. one's worse. The little nugget thing. Yeah. Um, when you go into McDonald's to order and you see the frozen Coke machine is still just liquid and you don't even have to ask, you know, it's just not working. Yeah, what the fuck is with that, eh? Apparently, and I knew someone that used to date a manager of a McDonald's and I asked him about it once and he said, he was like, if we leave it running all day, it will freeze and get quite icy to keep the consistency you have to chill it to a certain point, but there will be a time in the day where you have to let it go to liquid and then re-chill it again and it's shut down in that time and it's periodically. Can it just not be at like prime time? Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't ask for the ins and outs of it, but <laughs> this dude seemed to know his stuff. Yeah, give me his number. I'm going to fucking call him and tell him <laughs> to sort this shit out. Uh, my next one is when you go to dip in for some Cadbury favorites and you just get a handful of cherry ripes. Ah, oh, yuck. And I'm going to leave out... Turkish delights because I really like them, but I can understand. I understand that if you were going to do a tier of Cadbury favorites, cherry ripes, and Turkish delights, probably down low. Yeah, I think I I would second that the 
Turkish Delight would it'd be slightly above Cherry Ripe. Mm. Just get rid of Cherry Ripe out of the favorites box. That's no one's favorite. Like you might say it's okay, but it's definitely not your favorite. Yeah. Hence the fucking name of it. And then the last one. So it's Christmas time, right? Everyone's passing around biscuits. You're having a cup of tea. Someone cracks open a sampler box with the variety of biscuits in it. Oh. Now, there is a hierarchy to the sampler box of biscuits. Oh. You got your chit chats. You got your toffee pops. Those are first cabs off the rank every time. Yeah. Then it goes to the next person. Maybe you might chuck a pink wafer in there. Um, yeah, like I say, that's also up for debate. I like the icing because I'm a child. I, I, um, no, I'm a big wafer man. Yeah, big wafer guy. Good for dipping, I think, as well. Then you got your chocolate thins who do a job for someone with a sweet tooth, especially a child, and they go on par with the chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Um, and then you're left with the fucking cellar dwellers, which is what comes to you. And when you're getting handed a box of ch- uh, biscuit samplers, when you look and you, all you see is a dark chalky Wheaton, the Ugh. wheat biscuit, which is frankly rank, <laughs> and shortbread and crispies, which I'm sorry, are just biscuits that take on the flavor of whatever you dunk it in. Yeah. So I don't want a biscuit that doesn't have an identity. <laughs> um, <laughs> <clears throat> Although I feel like you t- you're shortbread, you're doing it dirty. I I, I, under- I understand the love for shortbread, but if you're a, if I'm assuming I'm a child in this situation, if I get handed <laughs> just a shortbread with nothing to dunk it in, yo, yeah, it's like eating chalk sometimes. Yeah, okay, I get, I give, yeah, I'll give you that. It's like those melting moments that, like, you go to take a, is it melting moment? Yeah, and you take a bite and you just get like <gasps> dust. Yeah, it's like a graveyard in your mouth. <laughs> You know what I mean? Ashy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's my list of things that I see the same as getting bad KFC. Food related. Yeah, they all kind of were food related. There is nothing worse than like like you're looking for like a really good meal and you're excited for it and mm. you just, it's just subpar. It's like it's getting aged because let, let it's like, <laughs> it's like when you make love to a woman, right? Oh, tell me how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> but you've made love before, and it was it I was have, yes. it was the night of no. But you made love before, oh, and it right. was the night of nights. And then now you've been seeing each other for a while, and you're just thinking like, "Am I? Is it? Where, where's the pizzazz gone? Mm. Uh, maybe." It's time rather than freaking holding yourself in that crazy position or, you know, holding that weight or going that extra mile and just fucking biting down on your mouth guard and really getting into whatever you kind of just roll on your side or you kind of out of puff. You're you're happy to admit you're out of puff. That's like having really good KFC for a while there. And then next time you go back, you know how good it can be and you just get shitty KFC. (laughs) I'd actually, now that I say it, those things don't really relate. (laughs) I like where you were going with this, although like, you <laughs> yeah. said it with confidence. Yeah, that's all you need. It's like it's like a shit route. Yeah, because <laughs> you've had good ones. Yeah, so you aim high and you hope it's going to be like that every time. Yeah, it's not. It just sucks when you pay for it. Yeah, the KFC, not the. Have route. you ever been or done the breaking up with someone? been broken up with or dumped someone and then either parties kind of thought that was there was no reason given yeah 
a lady's put a thing on TikTok, and I wanted to show you it. And it kind of, holy shit. Um, she kind of explains almost. So she explains it from a girl's point of view, but I think you can sub them in and out for each other. And I will play it for you now. Oh gosh, no. Did I save it? <laughs> yes. If you're a boy who has ever been dumped by your girlfriend for seemingly no apparent reason and you're looking for answers, this is what happened. Okay, this is you guys. You guys are in a happy relationship and now all of a sudden you have one simple fixable problem. For this example, we're going to use no good morning text. And your girlfriend who loves you, she's really happy with you. She comes to you and she tells you, she's like, hey, do you think we could start doing good morning texts? Like, it'd mean a lot to me if you text me good morning. So you, her loving boyfriend, agree to give her good morning texts. But something happened and for whatever reason, you stopped giving her good morning texts. So now we have a bigger problem. She now thinks that you don't care enough about her to send her good morning texts, even though she asked. But she's going to be like, you know what? This is still kind of a small problem. I'm just going to remind him. She reminds you. You're like, oh my gosh, that's right. I did agree to that. Okay, I will text you good morning. Unfortunately, though, you didn't follow through again. Now we have confirmed that you do not care enough to text her good morning, even though this is a simple, fixable problem. This is now a big problem. So now your girlfriend, who oh has God. never picked fights before in her life, starts picking a bunch of little fights about all these different things because she believes that you do not care enough. Through all of these picking fights with you, though, she still loves you and likes you enough to want to be with you, even though you guys have all these little problems now. Until one day, these become unattractive to her. She's going to realize that all of these little things that you do that remind her that you don't care about her enough are unattractive. And so now the problem is not these things. It's not even that you don't care enough. It's not even that she never got good morning texts. It's that she literally does not like you anymore. Does not like you. Now, unfortunately, she has to break up with you. And then you're gonna ask her why. And she's gonna list out all the reasons why she has to break up with you. And you are going to say no. You should not break up with me because of those reasons, because from now on, I am going to do all of these things and you will never have to worry about me never doing these things again because I'm going to do them every single day. But remember, it doesn't even matter if you were to do all of these things anymore, because the problem now is that she's unattracted to you and just simply does not like you anymore. And now she's going to go move on with her life and you're going to go and tell your friends that you got dumped by absolutely no reason and that you guys all hate her and that she's crazy for dumping you over something so simple. But in reality, she never dumped you at all. This was a slow moving process that eventually led to the final reason and you weren't dumped. You probably actively chose not to give her what she said she needed. And now you guys, you guys aren't together. Anymore. That was a lot to take in. So basically, and I think it's interchangeable between both parties. It's wanting something small, right? So she uses the example of like a good morning text, mm. which I don't know. I don't care if you send good morning texts to your partner or not. Everyone's got their own lane. But it's the sweet yell, do that, and then you break it. And then it's the amount of times you go crawling back. But for each thing, it starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm. So eventually, because you don't value them, you see them as nothing. So when it's breaking point for her because everything's hurt her progressively more and more, 
you turn around and you're like, wow, this whole thing was over nothing. She did it over nothing. She's crazy in that. <laughs> he, she is crazy. But I just found it interesting. Yeah, I mean, I can see the logic behind that. And I think that's it's a very uh, important thing for probably a few people to actually see and, and listen to to kind of understand that. But at the same time, like I'm also like kind of baffled that like, I don't know if that's because it's gone through her head mm. and that's like what's happened to her and, and she's been able to formulate this. Like map it out. Like ma- yeah, map yeah. it out. But you got to realize like majority of guys like aren't thinking of all of that. Mm. sort of like what's going on in the back like that sort of thing yeah I, 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 that's hard like that she did she i'm acting like she's the one that's just broken up with someone i don't know but yeah where was the communication she said oh yeah and then you reiterate the good morning text okay i'll do that and then when they when those other problems split off from that mm. it was like well where's the communication that she said like basically <coughs> that's the once those problems split off, that comes from you coming back and saying like, yes, I'll do it. And then you might do it for a little while and then you just start not doing it again. And it's like, that's just one, this all started stemmed from one small thing I asked you to do, which if you could just like put your partner first for a bit and and like keep out of your own way, this whole thing wouldn't have happened. But then like it all boils down to, it gets to the point of having an ick when it's not how many of those things that you've done. Like you can tally them all up all you want, but all it turns into now is just one giant unattractive quality that you like can't follow through with a simple task. And yeah. I feel like I've been in that position of the, of the person that's been done. If you if like break it down like that, that like in terms of those problems arising and I can see that. Yeah. But also, like, why would why would you stay with someone if they were going to cause you that much fucking drama? You know what I mean, dude. I've done it. You know what I mean, like why? Like, okay, yeah, you want the good morning text? Yes, three days, okay, and then you forget or you stop doing it, and then it, all these things that that eventually make you unattracted to them. It's mm. like, well, and I know like a good morning text or whatever is not that hard, but it's just the example. It's substitutable, but, yeah, yeah. But like, why? Would you stay with someone if they had this list of or rules that they wanted from the relationship that you were like not happy to give them? Yeah, I don't know, man. I have definitely in my head listed why I've not been into someone, but then still been with them. <laughs> and then I was like, like obviously I got out of it, but it took a lot longer to the point where like it was one of those things where as soon as it was done. It was like, why the fuck did I put myself through that? Yeah. But then there's like this thing. It's Yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, I know this person's an asshole, but at the time you really cared about them and you want what's best for them. And then it's like, it's also one of those things where you're like, um, like I know it's a quality that a lot of people have is that they want to like save someone. Mm. And that's not like, I'm not saying that the person I was talking about needed to be saved. They're like a a well-rounded individual. Mm. but it was just one of those things where it was like if we could like making it work seems like a nice idea at the time but once you kind of just step back and carry on with your life it's like god that's just a blip who really gives a fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean if if you if you break it down or or zoom out like you say yeah it's it's but just when you're in it it's so just like oh this is so confronting yeah 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 
Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I, I, I can see both sides. I'm playing devil's advocate, sitting on the fence, whatever you want to fucking call it. Mm. But I think that's very, very situational. It is, and and there should be clear communication. If you're if you're someone in a relationship that feels that way about their partner, that wants something like that, and so you tell them to do it, I think there needs to be clear communication. That's before what, that, before that's what it I feel gets like the whole that. thing is, I think you're right there. Like the whole thing kind of seems like a communication breakdown, yeah. And also, just being able to do, and I'm guilty of it, man. Like even mm. now, I'm super guilty of it of being asked to do something, and then it just like not placing enough importance on it because it doesn't necessarily involve me. Like it's something that someone else asks for. Yeah. So, like it's kind of like a selfish thing where immediately you're just kind of like, oh, whatever I'm doing might be a little bit more important right now. And then next thing you know, it's out of your mind. Yeah. And I think if you can identify that and make that like something you can change, then you're on the right path. If not, then it can head down this other thing that becomes like an unattractive quality. True. Yeah, I agree. But as long as at each step there's communication with your partner because if that person that gets dumped like obviously feels like it's come out of nowhere, but if it's not communicated along the way... Then of course it's going to feel like, like it's it comes out, out of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah. yeah. So like you could be the one that, that is dumping people or dumping the person mm. and you've had this whole thing fucking mapped out and yeah. then it's like, oh, you know... Of course, he's gonna. Or they are gonna feel like they've got. There's no reason you've not. You've not told them throughout the. Like, yeah, I the wonder how much of it you hold in just to yeah. like fester on. That's right. Um. Yeah. Japan's annual penis festival is unlike anything else. <laughs> what? And they're really like the are. smallest wangs on record. I don't know, man. Isn't I? I swear, like Japan or China, or it'll be something like that. Let me It'll g- be them. Let me Google smallest penises. Don't. I don't need my <laughs> face on the internet. Uh, <laughs> Will you Google that? In early April, scores of revelers gather in the city of Kawasaki, about 30 minutes south of Tokyo, to celebrate Kanamata Matsuri, Japan's infamous penis festival, with a name translating roughly to the Festival of Steel Phallus. Kanamata Matsuri's main festivities have taken place on the first Sunday of April since 1969. Um, The whole festival centers on the organ and fertility and attendees get to erect giant penis statues, handheld shrines, enjoy penis-shaped lollipops, buy penis-shaped candles, and obviously dress as penises. Um, Someone said, it's so fun and unique, such a different experience. So basically what it is, is that 50,000 people gather around to celebrate penises, which I think is really nice. <laughs> no, because like. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. This is also just- surrounded by the whole thing of like uh, like HIV um, awareness and whatnot. But I think the, fe- the penis gets a bad rap, man. Also, um, I just noticed that everything here, all the pictures provided, circumcised. Ain't no one from the hood made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, where's the fair representation? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Where my skinny boys at? Celebrate penises. Yeah. However you like. Um, so I was just thinking, New Zealand, have they ever had something similar? Have they ever had something similar? And I think we did. And I think we've really missed out on it. And I didn't realize that we stopped doing it until I thought about it. 
but shout out to the mid 2000s where we used to have boobs on bikes. Oh, yo. (laughs) Holy shit. You just threw, you just went there. Yeah. Oh, man. That's something I have not thought about in years. Yeah, man. What a great thing. It was the only time you could see boobs on the news. Yeah. (laughs) What happened to that? I don't know. Like the guy that put it together, his name was Steve Crow. He was he was a guy that put together porn in New Zealand, I believe. And right. he <laughs> thought that he was like his whole thing was like if men he was a he was a real pioneer of the free the nipple movement. Like he was like men can be bare chested in public, so why can't women? My man. And he saw people protesting and being topless in public and he was like, Let's jump on the back of some fucking Harleys. Let's take this thing down Queen Street. Yo. And who's not going to see a big pair of lists? <laughs> you know? With a couple of bullet points. Yeah. Fucking A. Bring back Boobs on Bikes 2023. I think it'd be something that like, um, it would be celebrated even more now. Like it wouldn't be so much. Like I, I'm sure at the time it was really one of those like, uh, Woodstock pervy old dude kind of things where it was like let's go see a pair of tartars and like a bike that I like yeah because we got the internet now yeah (laughs) but you could also like if you go on Wikipedia and search boobs on bikes there's just boobs if anyone's feeling frivolous and that's that's part of my job I hate to say it sorry do you think that the world's a bit too fucked up now that like people are just going to get offended but it could be celebrated in the right way, and if it could be dressed in like awareness, I, I, I'm I, like I'm I'm wholeheartedly agreeing with you, and I believe it can be celebrated in the right way. But there yeah. will be people you see just that as go, many boobs at festivals. Yeah, I see more spray painted and beer. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> um, no, I, th- I think it's a f- as long as like you also throw like a good cause behind it is it to do like for breast cancer and shit exactly like, that's what i mean if it's dressed properly or not dressed um but like celebrated in the right way yeah like this penis festival is where you can um actually let's not do penises on bikes <laughs> <laughs> just a little freaking like shrimp like under a little saddle a little leather saddle uh each to their own i'll live my truth ufc you watch ufc yeah i did um Bought the card. I've got a Sky Sport Now thing now. Nice. Similar to like Sky Go sort of thing, but for the smart TV. So I ended up buying the card. It was a good day. Good day of buffs. It was. It was a nice day of buffs. I actually thought it was one of the better cards in terms of quality of fights that I'd seen in a while. And I I don't think I could be wrong here, but the main card, there was not a single decision. It all went. No. Yeah. All. all, all had finishes, which was great. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, sorry. Um, Made it run a little short, but what can you do? Oh, that's fine though. Like, I'd rather see. I'd that. rather see the excitement than yeah. Just, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, I agree. Seeing some of the technical stuff, and if it has to go to decision, then fine. I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that. A but technical it does, war. It but- does give a bit more excitement when you see like some when you see a knockout or a submission. Yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> say what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, and up, up. How boy is he, man? Fuck. Dude, he was on. He was. He was on from the start of the week. Yeah. And it's funny. I do a lot of my uh, internet dwelling on Reddit. And the MMA subreddits, the UFC subreddits, are very vocal 
they're not Izzy fans. Yeah. They see him as brash. And Reddit's like a lot of like, no, we respect the real martial artists. Like it's quite like it's kind of like elitist in that way. And like they don't like any, real martial no, artists. Uh, it's more like if he said nothing and then just played the game and was like, I had a great fight, he's a great opponent, that's that, and then walked off, he would get a lot more praise than by doing anything. It just seems like a real oh, like elitist place to hang out. <clears throat> and I know what you mean. Like as in the more respectful kind of that's of martial that's arts. They, that's, yeah. That seems to be what they prefer. Right, I'm with you. Um but to see the people that were calling the dog collar and that he was getting called cringe one day and then the next day after the fights they were saying like how many more till we talk about him being the greatest? And it was like, dude, yeah, pick a side. Pick a lane, Reddit. Yeah, Reddit. <laughs> no, I'm I'm real happy for him. Um I don't know how I felt like I, I think I was probably still a little bit scared for him going up against Pareto. Um, fuck yes dude like that dude's an absolute fucking animal mm. um, and, and that's you know it's not me being like oh fuck I'm not backing my boy like I've always support Adesanya I'm, I'm sure every no time he what. gets put up against someone yeah. when he went up against Robert Whitaker, I was like dude Rob Whitaker's an animal I'm scared for this one yeah. when he went up against Costa I was like Costa is an animal I'm scared for this one yeah and he just didn't give a fuck about Vittori or Kennedy <laughs> sorry nah, nah but um even Romero kind of Ramiro put shit shits yeah. at me. Yeah, I thought yeah. the same. But yeah, I I don't know. I just not that I didn't back him to do it. Like I was, I'll always support him. But also like the neutral side of me was also just kind of like, fuck, that's a scary guy. Yeah. Um, but and, contender is he is yet to be beaten. His only loss in the UFC was him losing the title. Yeah. Or challenging for another title, but he was already a title holder. So do you call it a contender fight? Yeah. You know so, what I mean? That's right. Um, but yeah, big ups as he gets gets knockout second round. Uh, how do you feel about his like celebrations and that? Like, because there's a lot of <laughs> stuff around the internet that's like not on board with what he did about the whole kid thing. Yeah, well, a bit of both. Like, I think the arrow thing was pretty cool. I think the arrow thing was fucking sick. Yeah, people were debating if he made that up on the spot. I think he 100 percent had it planned. Oh, it was yeah. like if I'm when I'm doing that, that was sick. That was one of the coolest things we've ever seen. Yeah, like I've I've celebrated in the moment and things in sports. There's no way that your brain can con- like conceive something like that on the spot, especially when you're dialed into the moment as such as like combat sport. It kind of like shows just how cerebral he is in the moment, like how aware he is to be like, okay, this, this, and this, and then to quickly be like to Joe, like, hey, can I please hold the mic? I'm not going to fucking be a dick about it. Yeah. And then I thought his speech was pretty cool about the whole like, it's it's one of those things where it's like it must suck to be down and out, but you're like a millionaire and you're still like the best in the world. But I think it's also a message that can resonate anywhere of any school level of anyone in any situation. I think that was the good thing about it. Mm. And that's what makes him one of the most like marketable people in the world. Yeah. Is that he's not just speaking for a certain group. When he wants to, he can kind of touch the nerve of everybody. Yeah. And then the kid thing, fuck, fair play, man. I don't care. They they did it to you. And then when in the lead up to the thing, they were freaking talking about it and saying like, oh, you know, <laughs> we did that. And he just straight back. I don't know. Suck shit. Yeah, I think it's all a facade, right? Like as, as amazing as UFC is and how like authentic and real and it is the best of the best sort of combat sports, I think there's also like a – 
WWE sort of showman style. It's heading it. that way. Yeah. If, if it wasn't before, it's definitely heading that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like you've got the whole like vlogs, the weekly, the week leading up Embedded, vlogs, yeah. the press conference, the way in all of, yeah, and it, it, they all have their narrative um, and to like make it, it all get spun game. away. Cause at the end of the day, it's a pay-per-view event. You got to sell it. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's, it's heading in that direction. And I think that whole thing, they just like, they both feed on it. Cause they know that, end of the day that's going to get more views and pay them more yeah, you know more I mean? money like, exactly know. yeah and like ariel Hawani made a good point today when he was breaking it down he was like alex paid has been online since the fight he's put out his statement since the fight not once has he said anything about is he acting out he doesn't care about it i think he just assumes it's fair play like oh you got me back mm. i think the people care a lot more than the fighters do and at the end of the day, like... But I also don't see Alex Pereira going on Twitter being like... And then, like, trying to flame Izzy. Oh, uh, yeah. They're, I don't know. I, I think him, that dude lives in a forest. Like, Yeah, but, like, him rocking up and, like, before the... Like, during fight week with the big, like, Pikachu denim jacket and everything. Being, yeah. Like, the whole, like, anime thing. Like, I thought that... Apparently, he is a pretty funny guy, but it just sucks that you don't get... Because of the language barrier, you're, like, you don't get the... Yeah. The shtick. Yeah. Like, the strife. It mm-hmm. all goes through somebody. Yeah. But no, it was sick. And, you know, Pajeda now apparently send, an hour to go, up. an hour to go before the weigh-ins on Friday, he still had two pounds to cut. Like he's struggling to make that weight. So whether you go up, I don't know. I think you should. I think like. How do you feel on the trilogy? Where do you stand? Well, yeah. I agree with what is What else said. do you do? Like I understand Izzy's being like, forget the kickboxing stuff. I don't. Th- I think people that are like, okay, cool. Izzy's one out of four now. He doesn't have the right mm. to call it that. No, you're one on one in MMA, which of course may scream for a trilogy. But the way that Izzy and Dana both pretty much said like, nah, you can yeah. tell what way it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I agree with with the statement that Izzy made about it, saying like, like Izzy spent how many years in this game mm. to like he earned the rematch straight away. Whereas, whereas Pereira hasn't earned the rematch. No. You know what I mean? As much as a trilogy would sell, Pereira, it's it's just another point where like Pereira needs to go back now. If he wants to stay a middleweight, has to work up the ranks and get back to Izzy. I think it makes the fights, like his potential fights even more exciting. Like seeing him against the Robert Whitakers, the maybe even the Costas, the Kamsarts, like, How's he do against a wrestler? Exactly. You know, but I think at him, 205. If he was coming up, yes, that would be very exciting. But to know that he can fuck around with a champ, like now that he's been there, now that he has to go back down and do those fights, I think it even adds more to it. Yeah, but well, then he, also the matchups with him up at 205 are pretty cool. Like him seen, versus Yuri? Oh, are yeah, you kidding me? Huge. Who wouldn't want to see that? Yo, have you seen Potato's knockouts? Yes. Brutal. Yes. Like. That dude looks like granite and his skin <laughs> looks like it's made of old saddles. Like Yo, he looks scary. tough as nails, man. Um, I, I hope I, I got love for Jamal Hill, but I hope Yuri beats him and I'd same. love I'd love to see Yuri. I like how Yuri's just like like in a tank at the moment, just yeah. like I will be back. Yeah, he's like Dragon Ball Z like yeah. recuperating. Yeah. I, did you, did you see the clip of Robert Whitaker watching the fight online? No, but I heard what he said about that at the start, how he's like, 
I don't want either of them to win. I just want them to hurt each other so yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like he was watching it and then you see him get the initial surprise of the knockout and he's like, holy fuck. And then you see him realize, fuck, as he's the champ again. And everyone, when Fred was champion, was saying if he beats Izzy again, Rob's going to be that guy. He can maybe bring the wrestling. He can bring that aggression. Yeah. He might be the answer to the puzzle. And you can just see it fall away from Robert (laughs) realizing like, man, I thought I might have been the next title contender. And now God knows what happens. Oh. Poor Rob. And no, I don't want to see the Dracos Duplessis freaking versus Adesanya oh, fight. Fuck. What a fucking dickbag. That's that I think that whole like I'm the real African, I've got an African passport versus like that and that's gonna turn into really ugly, like apartheid weird African politic chat Yo, very quickly. I don't know. And I it, don't want it to yeah. get involved. I don't know much about that, but dude. I'm I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> just, yeah, that's what I mean. I think it's yeah. just <clears throat> that I could see that getting very messy. I think I made it I made an analogy about that, like, but I can't I can't remember what it was. But saying that you're from, from that saying that you're from Africa, but you're from South Africa is like saying you oh what was it saying that you're from Brazil but you're from America? Mm. Something like that. Yeah, okay. it's like New it's York. like yeah, okay, you're in South America, sure, it's America, yeah, but you're not in America, you're not in the United States, right? Let's see like, what you say, mean. Saying that you're from Africa, but you live in South Africa, it's not the same thing. Yeah, it's a line I kind of don't want to toe. Yeah, yucks. What's your yuck this week, my man? Give me a second. Oh, still had the penis list on here. Hell yeah. Uh, Is Japan the smallest? No, it's not even the smallest 10. Oh, good on you. Get up, Japan. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be can, can you read top 10? Top 10. Uh, from, okay, uh, Malaysia, Vietnam, Thailand, Bangladesh, Hong Kong, Sri Lanka, Philippines, Taiwan, Burma? Yeah. Cambodia. Very regional. Yeah. Japan lucky to scrape through. <laughs> <laughs> They just measured up. Mm. Um, my yuck for this week. So when we were out at uh, Little Creatures on Sunday, mm-hmm. Easter Sunday, I was a bit surprised about some ancient laws that I've never heard of. Crazy, right? Yes. <laughs> so you have to – so they, they told us about these laws, right, when you go there, and we just wanted to have a few drinks, a few nibbles and whatnot out in the sun, Sunday. Mm. Love it. Bish bash bosh. Yeah, yes, please. They uh apparently according to law, you have to purchase a full meal before ordering alcohol. On Easter Sunday? On Easter Sunday. I feel like I may have heard that before <coughs> and I didn't think it was real. Yeah. Well, I didn't think it was real. It's like I mean, don't get me wrong, I was gonna order a full meal anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what the fuck? Yeah. That's a big yuck. Like what that is, that's a tricky one. I don't know the reasoning behind it. I feel like it's probably something to do with like religion things. Yeah, like well, well it is. It, it is. And it's and it's in legislation. But also I don't want to poke the bear too much and be like, hey, I'm not religious. I should have alcohol because then I might not get those four days off. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like, I was going to say, if you're you going to do that, you know. Uh, I might just um, not 
speak on it. Oh, but oh still. no, I have to order a pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I thought it was a bit strange and something that I'd never even heard of. So that is odd. But I also do feel like I may have heard that somewhere. But I also, when you said that you went out on Easter Sunday, I was kind of shocked that it was open at all. Yeah, same, to be honest. I think mm. we, we, well, we were like, oh, let's go to the farmer's market. And then I was like, oh, Little Creatures is down there. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'll see if it's open. And it was. So, buzzy. Yeah. Mm. Big yuck, but also like, I want you guys listening yeah. to like know about it, but let's not bring it up. <laughs> yeah. <Please. laughs> like, mm. Just be wary. Next, next Sunday. Next, next year. Next, next, next we Sunday. Had a guy, we had a guy at the batch who, I don't know if he was just straight lying to us, but during the <laughs> UFC, a guy came over and he was like, do you guys have any piss that I can buy off you? We've got a 21st just down the road and we oh. cannot go get alcohol. You fucking idiot. That's what- like, Wait, how I mean, old is this dude? Is he 20, around 21. Yeah, idiot. We were like, oh my God. Ning nongs, but then Ethan made a good point. He was like, I think they're probably just making an excuse to get some piss for the UFC, right? And then, like, you gotta, you know, it's like the whole when you want a day off school and you go full tilt and you're like, Grandma cocked it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Grandma died like six times this year, yeah, <laughs> it's six days that's off. a miracle. I love Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, that's a that's a tricky one. I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they actually fucked up. I don't know. Like at 21, I don't think I knew those. Like, no, I, just, I stuff up every time. Yeah. I do it every time. Exactly. My yuck is ants. I thought that was your yuck. Oh, that yeah. Dude. That's my yuck. Okay. But also ants. <laughs> um, they're kind of, they're, I, yeah, they're just kind of fucking me off at the moment. You can't, they're hard to get rid of once it's, they're around. It, yeah. It's the weather as well. It drives soon, them in. Soon as, yeah. As soon as it starts raining, you start getting them inside. Yeah, so they can piss off. Anyway, what's your yum, man? Bug bomb. Oh, shit, I thought that wasn't going to work. Andy, what's your yum this week? My yum this week comes from a football game this morning. Nice. Wrexham FC. Oh, oh I, I think I saw a clip about this, but I, I don't know anything about the storyline, but I saw a happy person. Yeah, woo. So I've be, I've watched, uh, if you haven't ch- uh, seen it, on Disney Plus, um, Wrexham Till I Die. It's a documentary where Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney Oops. bought a Welsh football club in the non, uh, non-English non football league. Mm. Um, and I thought the first season was great. I enjoyed it. I'm a big football fan so and a big fan of those two actors. Mm. Um, and... This may be a bit of a spoiler, so you could turn it off now if you want. If uh, you're waiting to see the series itself, yeah. But I've been following the football. Uh, so there's two teams that are going neck and neck this year, and for the national league to get promoted, you have to win, and then the next four placings, so second to fifth, go into a knockout style tournament, and only two go up. Oh yeah. Uh, and first and second is. First is Wrexham FC and second is Knox County. And they played each other this morning for what's considered a six-point game. Mm. Back and forth all game. Uh, Two all right towards the end. Wrexham score 3-2. And then right last kick of the game, Knox County get a penalty. And Ben Foster steps up and saves it. Ben Foster used to play in the Premier League Mm. and is now retired. 
but got signed for an eight game deal <laughs> to Wrexham FC. Man, yeah, that's the fuck it. I'm in. Yeah, type. Well, see, the thing is, back in the day, Wrexham used to be up in these in the English leagues. Oh yeah, and he actually got his start at Wrexham FC. So it's not actually like a. I'm just going to do it for the fame. Yeah, he's going he's, back to his roots. Yeah, that's oh, right. That's cool. So, which which makes it awesome. And now, with that win over Notts County, they're seven points off winning the league and getting promoted into League Two, with which is actually like paid football. Yeah. Cool, man. That's so fucking cool. To that see, is like, cool. See these guys like buy a club and then just like revamp it inside and out. Yeah, and then like. That's nice. That God, imagine buying it. It turns to shit. What kind of television that would make, <laughs> or if they'd even make it? Yeah, they might just scrap the whole thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're. I think uh, Ryan Reynolds is worth like a billion dollars or something. Shit, and like that, like it's just yeah, seven points, four games left, and if they can do it, they go up, and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait for this next series, and uh, just to see like Ben Foster come back out of retirement to play for like yeah. A small club, my guy. Never met you. <laughs> Speaking of that, Ted Lasso season three is now out. Still haven't watched it. Neither. But I mean the whole thing. Yeah, but I need to watch that. You I, reminded me. I do a lot of like watch clips of Ted yeah. Lasso on YouTube, which yeah. I know is probably ruined the whole thing. But like, <laughs> nah, it's it's like it's not one of those shows that's like drama or yeah, anything just, it's just, just give fun. me the funny jason sudeikis bits yeah the whole thing him and coach beard great guys yeah um my yum this week is the humble cabby cream egg uh i never eat it outside of easter but fuck me i devoured them like i was paid to Yo. um i love them i don't care that they changed the recipe i still really like them and they've yeah. gotten smaller yeah yeah they have actually not a bad thing though easier to manage they are so eating a full one of them I didn't quite, I didn't. Diabetes. Yeah, I didn't eat as much chocolate as I thought I would, but I still ate a lot. So, you know, back on the wagon this week and um, yeah, all prep for hibernation. Bring it on. Anyway, guys, that wraps up episode 61 of Off Topic. You can get at us at Off Topic Chat on Instagram and Off Topic Potty on TikTok. Uh, Send us your voice memos with anything that you want to hear about. And yeah. Hey, guys, I hope you had a good Easter. Andy, I hope you had a good break. Thanks. I got uh, uh, one one more week left to work. So oh, I'll start nice. my new job. Hell yeah. Here comes the money. Here comes the money. <laughs> money, 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 money. All right. See you later, guys. Peace. Later.